0: The Eagles, I think they're I hate to say it, but I think, you know, they're definitely gonna make another Super Bowl run. I hate I hate to say it, but I can see it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, what you know about bench uh-huh. they Just speaking the facts that you wanna hear. The rapper of the vision is clear. The diamonds glisten like a chandelier You know what I'm here for, like Michonne
1: Lynch. It clutch time, we do not flinch. Real brothers, we do not switch. Hit home runs with the right pitch. Who run the city? <laughs> what to do when they're hating on you? I feel like Kobe 2010. I taking an LO, I need
0: this to win. This is this business, you know how they go. You to the seats, now it's time to grow. Tune in now, gotta be in the know. Showtime. Bitch, my butter blow. Woo! <laughs>
2: You're welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the bench mob ENT. Hey, if y'all watching this on YouTube, and if you are listening to this, subscribe, share, rate us five stars, leave a review. If you're not listening, you might want to tap in and go check it out on YouTube because the full squad is in here tonight. We got CVO back in the building. How y'all fellas doing tonight? Uh doing
0: good. Man, I'll take the first intro because I know it's all about me. Nah. Bro. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. It's 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 great to be back. It's been a while, it's been a minute. You know, life happens. Had to take a little break, had a reset, had some house repairs, put the house on the market, packing up the house, moving to Connecticut. So it's been good to kind of just, you know, be in the moment and you know, get get my stuff together, as they say.
3: Moving to another yeah, moving to another mansion in Connecticut. I ain't got a crib yet, bro. I'm homeless at the moment, but we sold our house. That's all that matters.
0: <laughs> hey, we're going to start here because it just it just happened.
2: Dexter Lawrence, four years, $90 million, $60 million guaranteed. Makes him the third highest paid nose tackle in the league behind Aaron Donald and Jeffrey Simmers. Is he top three defensive tackle? Was this overpay?
3: Definitely wasn't overpay. Definitely wasn't over. In fact, I think I think yo, you paying him like the third best no cycle in football. I think that's a bargain because he's gonna outplay his contract. He's gonna get better. Gonna Who's get the top out. two? Uh, top two: uh,
2: Aaron Donald and Jeffrey Simmons.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh shit. And when Quentin Williams didn't get paid yet. He's in. He's gonna get a little little more than, than Dexter. He is. I, mean, I hope he gets a lot more than Dexter. I hope he gets. I hope he gets the two hundred million. I hope he gets you a know, lot I'll more. Play
4: that. What you mean? <laughs>
3: I hope he gets a lot of money, but in all seriousness, man, I mean, yeah, I think he's, um, he's worthy of the contract. I think he'll outplay it. I think he's going to outplay the contract. And if he's not a top three defensive tackle in the football, then he's certainly a top, top four. He, you know, we not going to get to five. He's that good. He had a great year last year, so I'm glad they got it done. And it gives the Giants more cap space. So I expect more moves to be coming soon. Joe Shane's having a hell of a season off season.
2: Yeah. To your point last year, breakout year, seven and a half sacks, seven tackles for loss, 63 total pressures, and he had PFF's highest grade for past Russian interior linemen. I believe he deserved the contract. And I'm very intrigued to see what Quentin Williams gets. Going on to the draft. Which team improved the most this draft? And there's definitely a list of teams that we can mention. In honor of CBO being back, he will start us off. Who, had, who improved the most, you think?
0: This draft. I think right off the bat, I think it's got to be the Eagles. Just everything that they've done from the defensive side. I mean, draft. Greg shaking his head because I know he's sick. And, and if, if he's keeping a buck with himself, I know he is sick that the Eagles got that much better. Because not, not only on, on one of the draft days did they get DeAndre Swift, right, the hometown kid that you, you knew was coming once, once the Lions went and, and drafted uh, Jameer Gibbs in, with the 12th pick. You knew uh, DeAndre Swift had to be on the move at some point. Um, but everything that they were able to do, you know, early, right, getting Jalen Carter with the ninth pick, like who, th- who thought that was going to happen? And then continuing to to draft Georgia players, um, I, th- I think their defense is going to be special. You know, last year we didn't even see a lot of Jordan Davis because of injury. And this year, you know, is going to be like that two years ago with that Georgia team um in the championship and that's going to be scary you know Kobe dean and all them other boys um i, I think uh, with with the eagles i think they're i hate to say it but i think you know they're definitely going to make another super bowl run i hate i hate to say it but i can see it
3: that's I, a i'm annoyed by it i don't think a team that was that good should be able to make that many improvements to their team but when their gm is a, run, a running laps around everybody else in the league that's what you get that's what you get your giants fans only hope is that jalen carter uh, continues to be a jailbird. and it, <laughs> as, as an eagle <laughs> i mean seriously this is this is just crazy i he's they're going to go to the super bowl again i mean all seriousness they are i there there's there's not much else even if they su- s- sustain injuries they have guys to back them up i think the only weakness the eagles have is linebacker because they've lost a whole bunch of them and i don't know if they, did they replace their linebackers unless i'm mistaken they got no
0: smith Nikobi the Dean,
3: Nolan Smith. Nolan is he, Smith. Is he a linebacker or is he an edge? He's a linebacker from Georgia. Well, look at that. They, they got him.
0: They got him with the, their uh, second pick in the first round. So I hope he can go. All them boys have chemistry playing together too. They're gonna feed off of each other because they know how he, the style that they play with, right? So, it's true. It's true. best believe the, the the Kobe Dean and the guys that were already there are gonna be able to get these young guys up to speed too on, on learning this new defense.
3: That's true. I just hope they uh they prepare to the guard Darren Waller every day. I mean, or or twice a year because that's gonna get that's gonna get ugly. That's all Man, I'm gonna Danny
4: say. Dimes is gonna be on his ass.
3: No, he, he won't. Be on his He's ass. got the best center in the draft. We'll talk about that later because we we done fortified the line already. We done fortified it, so I'm really not worried about that anymore. Jalen Carter, you know you know, Carter. What's, you
0: know what's crazy though? Like we could talk about like the the impact that these Eagles, these new Eagle players are gonna have on on the line, right? In and in the linebacker position, but the Eagles got a steal in the fifth round and Keeley Ringo from Georgia as well. You know what I mean? He shouldn't have fell as, as, as far as he did. And for them to circle back and, and get him to add to the secondary with, uh, your boy, Bradbury, <laughs>
3: nobody, ain't nobody talk about Bradbury no more. Your, your boy Bradbury boy.
0: and Darius Slay, like that just adds depth at the end of the day. Cause Keeley Ringo is probably the only one of those Georgia players that isn't going to come in and be an immediate starter. But again, he, he can learn the system, especially learn from Darius Slay. Um both those guys are getting older, him and Bradbury and and come in. He he has some flaws, right? He's not gonna be a starter. He's again he 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 makes mental mistakes. Um, but again, he's young and you can learn from that.
2: We speak about we had to I had to reset it. I had a different Wi-Fi on, so I had to switch it up so that way it ain't happen an hour from now and messed up the show. But you mentioned depth, so the Eagles got more depth, of course. But when we talk about teams drafting to have options on top of options, one of the teams that you have to mention are the Bengals. Talk to us about the Bengals and some of their draft picks. Another team that's already good, that was good last year, that got better. The Rich got richer. I think that's the theme of this draft. The Rich got richer in this draft.
0: Yeah, when you think about what we lost in the offseason, man, like the first few days of free agency was hard for us, right, losing both our safeties and then losing uh our second string running back, losing our tight end like we addressed some of those issues in free agency, right? Signing Nick Scott from uh the Rams safety to come over and play, but like I love what the Bengals did continuing to add to that secondary and really provide depth because you know what that means. Eli Apple you, you going overseas my boy. You know what I'm saying? We, we don't, we don't got to bring you back. So, uh, I think I think we drafted three or four secondary players, right? we got DJ Turner in the second round, who is the fastest man in the combine, Um, a Michigan guy who played with our, who's going to be our new starting safeties, Dax Hill, who was a rookie last year and got a ton of playing time. Um, The chemistry that they have together playing at Michigan is just going to, you know, translate really well. Um, And then we get Jordan, Jordan Battle from Alabama, who I've seen play in person is a dog, man. He, He has a nose for the football. He's a hard hitter. Um, he, he can, he's a mismatch, right? He, he can cover linebackers. He can cover people in the slot. Um, He's just super athletic. And I think him falling to the third round um was a steal for us. Cause I don't think people projected him to fall that far either. But uh, like you said, man, everything that the Bengals did, it, it wasn't, this was a draft where we didn't try to get cute. We, we stuck to what we needed. We got a pass rusher with our first pick, which is essential, right? Because, you know, in order to beat guys in our division, like, you know, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, um, even Kenny Pickett, all those people are mobile quarterbacks. And that's what we're seeing now is, is that's where the league's moving to. Um, and you gotta be able to get pressure on these guys and and make them get the ball out quickly. So, um, I thought getting, uh, my boy Murphy in the first round from, from Clemson, uh, was a very smart decision, but the pick that I like that I feel like is going to be a center for us. And he might be a little bit of a project, um, is is Chase from? Um, oh man, we'll see. What's he from? Uh, the running back. Where are he from? Illinois. 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 He has a great story. He's a twin, right? Um, played great ball in college. But what's what's key about him is he plays just like Samajic B. He's a great blocker out of the backfield. He's shifty. He can get in and out um he can catch the ball out of the backfield he's going to pair well with joe mixon um and he reminds me a lot of giovanni bernard and what he was for us early on um so i'm excited about him uh we got a lot of we got a lot of players man that are going to provide for us for a long long term so um i'm excited for this year man i'm curious to see what we do and how far we go
2: miles who do you think we mentioned eagles we mentioned the Bengals. who in your opinion had some of the improved the most had some of the best drives uh so
0: far
3: oh, oh, oh wait real quick Eli Apple's not on the team anymore he's gone
0: he was a free agent and we never re-signed him so essentially he's not on the team so he's he's still up to upper grabs
3: right now yeah but he's, he, he wanted to test the market too well all right well keep testing it I guess going well for him all right Miles go ahead I just didn't know he wasn't on the team anymore yeah, it it. that's a great that's a great pick so I told you that in real time
4: well, for the Giants, I liked what they did. They got a good corner because that was one of the biggest needs that they had in the draft. Well, in general, because, you know, once you let go of a guy who's a all-pro like Bradbury, you got to find a way to replace him. So I think they did. Deontay Banks, is he's a solid corner. I, I saw last year he hadn't given up a catch over 30 yards, which that's impressive. And then they got JMS, John Michael Schmidt, who... He was the best rated center in the draft, which I wanted him, but in our scheme, the guy we got was a better fit. And it came down to that. So that was a steal. You got, you got your center for the next 10 years. And then Jalen Hyatt. I mean, this guy, I thought he was going to go second round and he dropped all the way to the third. I think mainly because the route tree is not as developed as you'd want. Like if you watch him in college, it's a lot of go routes and, skinny posts and he uses his speed and i mean if you look at that Alabama game where he had five touchdowns 250 like the talents there so you 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 gamble on that talent and i don't think it's much of a gamble cuz he should have been picked a lot higher so it's a steal for them and yeah the giants got better just not like the the eagles did cuz you know in that eagles draft you got to include deandre swift cuz they did trade picks for him and
3: that's a steal, in itself. There's got to be a reason that the Lions were, were so ready to trade him, trade him. That's all I'm saying.
4: Because they drafted a running back at twelve, but,
3: and Hard Knocks they was on his, they was on him. I remember watching Hard Knocks. They were, they were on DeAndre. Like, oh, he's so talented, but sometimes he's he, hurt. He's, he's not there. Good. He got hurt. Yeah, wrong. but we
0: we saw that shift in real time during the season when
3: J- Jamal Williams was getting all the touches. You're, you're saying though, I'm saying though. Yeah. DeAndre
2: DeAndre Swift was the issue with that he couldn't stay on the field, and then also they draft Jameer Gibbs to be able to have that running back. They compared him to trying to be like an Alvin Kamara. they want going to have him in the slot, have him running routes. That's what they wanted from Swift. He wasn't getting that from Swift, so not on the field, and they wanted to use him out of the backfield to have more weapons, and he
4: wasn't doing that. So
3: uh, well, let's talk about it then, because it comes down to money. Or- I mean, what you say, Miles? That it comes down to money in the
4: end. Like he's about to get paid, or he's oh, he requested he, the trade. Yeah, he requested. Oh, okay, I mean, he requested it because they drafted that kid. Yeah, one. and then before that in free agency, they they signed David Montgomery. So clearly, they were trying to move in a different direction because he's not reliable for them.
3: But is it smart to go draft a running back with your first overall pick? in the draft, and mind you, I wish the Giants went a different direction with Saquon. I do wish that was the case. I so it's, like it's hard to do that. So you that as a that fifth-year
4: option. You get that fifth-year option if you take them in the first round. So that's the only reason that if it's a really talented guy like Bijan or Jameer, you gamble, and you might have other needs, but you got a stud running back for at least five years. So within that, what, what the, the frame for the, the running back is the, what, like five years, six years? in the league like that's that first contract and then you decide if you want to sign him back you can or you draft his replacement
3: first round pick seems rich but I, I you know the Falcons in, number I, two. I know what the Falcons it was stupid at least the Lions are ready to win I know what the Falcons did was stupid okay that was a stupid pick I don't care how good Bijan is that's ridiculous I, I think but that's you're a bad
4: finally point. you're finally admitting that Saquon at
3: two was I've, I've been saying that I've, I have not. I didn't think for a second that it was smart. Not when Josh Allen was there. I'd be an idiot to think that knowing what I know now about Josh Allen, you know. But
4: at the time, Josh Allen wasn't Josh. Josh Allen.
3: He was like the quarterback still a higher value pick. I'm not saying Donald would have been the right pick either. I, I I was not a fan of that. I didn't want still
4: Billy Joe Montana. That was what he was. He wasn't what he is now. He
3: developed into that. Yeah, you but you your coach that's for that. What? Well, that's what I'm saying. You you hope that you have the right coaches in place to be able to see that you can develop and uh, develop him into that. But Giants didn't. Regardless, I think taking running back that high is a little crazy. But for the Lions, they're ready to compete now. They had a really good draft. They had two first round picks, so it's a little bit different, you know. So that's I can I can understand that. But taking a running back first in the first round just seems irresponsible.
4: Especially when the Jets took Brees Hall in the second round, and I'm you
3: know I'm saying that yeah, right. Like if you can find him in the second round, why? The Giants got a guy that people love, Eric Gray, in like round five or whatever from Oklahoma. Like, you know, you just don't you yeah, you guys are good. You can get a good running back at the bodega. You don't need to draft him in round one. It don't make no sense.
0: That that <laughs> might be a Giants thing, just getting running backs at the bodega.
3: Hey yo, so Greg, before
2: we transition. Who do you think had the best draft? We mentioned Eagles, Bengals. We mentioned your Giants. Seahawks maybe in that mix for you? Steelers?
3: Yeah. I, I I think the Seahawks had a great draft. I think the Colts had a great draft, too. Um, I think a lot of teams did really, really well this year. So it's hard to kind of single out one team. The Steelers had a really good draft, too. It was sneaky. Porter Jr. was a good pick for them. That was. Not just because his dad's on the staff, but because they needed a quarterback. I, told, I was telling – I was telling Ariana the other day, I, have, I, I, don't remember, I don't remember their last good corner. I can't remember the last good corner. So maybe Hayden or, or, or even before that, right? So they needed an upgrade there, and they got that. So that And they got a tackle to protect the kid, uh, pick it. So that was, that was a good pick for them. Um, but I, obviously, you know, the homerism, the Giants had a great draft, in my opinion. I have no complaints about what they did in the draft at all, and that's not something I can always say. Uh, this is the happiest I've been about where they're headed in a long, long time. Um, so... I love what they did. I love what they, every pick they needed the running back. They did it. They got, they got the running back and from Oklahoma, Eric Gray. Um, they, they, they needed the center to stabilize the offensive line. So that way these Eagles will not just keep ch- just tearing us apart. They went and got the best center in the draft. The most technically sound center in the draft. They went and did that. They got Jalen Hyatt who fell. I don't know how he fell that far. He's like Deshaun Jackson. Hopefully he's, he got more routes than that. But if, if you run that fast, I don't care. Just run straight and just keep running. The ball hit you in the face, and I think that they, they got they went and got him, and I, I'm super excited about that too. I think that we, they added a lot of speed at the wide receiver position, and they're going to be a lot better with with Waller, Hyatt, Paris Campbell. I mean, they're 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 a much better football team now than they were when that when the season ended, and they went and got Okurake from the Colts to play linebacker. They're so much better now, I, so I'm very excited. I think the offseason overall has been great for them, but yeah, I mean, best draft. You have to go somewhere between. I think the Lions had a great draft, even with the running back pick. They had two first-round picks. They got Campbell, great pick. Um, so I'd say somewhere between the Lions, Seattle, the Colts, and the Giants, you could pick any one of them and make a real good case. You could make a real good case for any of them. But those are like those those are teams with like the A-plus drafts. Knock it out the park. So you know, you know what sucks
0: though? The, the the one thing that sucks is that like. It's cool to, to be proud and be happy, like, oh, man, we had a great draft. But at the end of the day, there's so many other teams, like you said, that had good drafts. And it's like, it sucks that not only are you getting better, but, like, everybody else around you yeah. getting better, too. Mm-hmm. To your
2: point, you mentioned the Steelers. One of the other things they got to try to give us some help for Kenny Pickett, Darnell
0: Washington, tight end, that was a good yeah. pickup for them. I'm telling you, the Bengals, the Bengals probably would have took them. We, we picked right after the Steelers, right? And – our, this is right before we picked Jordan battle in the third round. That that, that guy's a monster. You could tell he's 6'8. You could tell him, you know, you you inside the 10, you could tell him run there and turn around. You know what I'm saying? Just throw it up. Like you see, he's made at Georgia. He's athletic. He he may not be as shifty, but he's athletic. He was on people at Georgia. He's he's gonna he's gonna cause problems for a lot of teams.
3: That's Braun playing football. They dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they did because Braun would be faster.
0: Yeah, he, he, he's, he's a little stiff. He's a little stiff. And I was telling my dad because we needed a tight end, too. We, di- we didn't end up drafting one because I think we, we wanted Dalton Kincaid. And if we couldn't get him, we wanted uh Mallory. um, And we didn't get him. And then you just saw, you know, the tight ends coming off the board. um, And Darnell Washington was probably the last one that, that we were going to look
3: at. Um, hey, Chris, send a picture of your dad with, with all of his notes. <laughs> yeah. Antonio's so you could post as a clip. That shit was funny. <laughs> Yo, he was GM. <laughs> oh, my man yeah, was. Cool. Really, he
0: was going. Man, he was sitting there. He was sitting there. He was going through him. He's like, "Yep, all right, I had that one right." Just in terms of like, he's like, "Yep, I had him on my list." And he was like crossing them off as they were getting off the board. Man, it was funny. It was wow. funny. Wow.
2: Now some teams that. We mentioned it was a lot of teams that got better, but there's a lot of teams also, though. You look at it, it, has some question marks. What teams did y'all see that was like, they had some questionable shaky drafts or just draft picks. Like you mentioned, Jameer Gribbs, you got some question marks about that. I got some question marks. Third round, number 99 overall pick. I think that's a little high to draft a kicker, 49ers. You could have got a kicker at any, you would have got him to sign him as an undrafted free agent. Third round, drafting a
4: kicker
3: that's uh that's arrogance i mean and also i think the team is just very good so maybe they thought they could afford to make that pick there they weren't picking from a place of need they're like hey we can pick a kicker because we're just that deep as a team and our cap situation is so good they haven't paid Ayuk. they picked up his first year option. so we'll see what they do with him but um bad draft i I mean I, i think about that i mean i think i think um I think the, I mean that this is not the question. I think the Cardinals had a good draft, but it looks like a bad draft. Trading out, getting all those assets, getting you giving yourself an option opportunity to get up out from underneath Ky- Kyler Murray if you want to. I mean that's their call. I, I mean if they do it's about personality, it's not about talent. So but if they do that, uh, they certainly have the chance uh, to, to go get killer Williams next year, right? I think that that's 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 a great situation to put yourself in right there. Um, but a team with a bad, I mean I thought the, I mean the Falcons stand out. Just that first pick pissed me off. I'm not gonna act like I know all their picks because Atlanta ain't that important. So I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know all their picks. But that first pick really pissed me off. I thought that was just with all the holes you have on your team, you could have traded out, got more assets, continue to build out your team, and you know, and they didn't do that. I just think that's ridiculous. Honestly, I, I didn't make sense to me at all. Um, I, you know, who else would have had a bad draft in this one? I mean, what what the Jets do, man? The Jets went and got who? Will McDonald in round one? Will McDonald?
4: You're not going to be saying that at the end of the year.
3: Oh, God. So you could, they could have picked anybody. They could have put Greg Sinsmere with round one pick, and, and you would be like, you would say the same thing.
4: <laughs> well, if we picked you, I'm done.
3: Yeah, y'all win the Super Bowl. We
4: ain't winning Jack. You know what. If <laughs> um,
2: hey, let's talk about it, though, the Cardinals. Two firsts next season, a second, three third rounders, two fourth rounders, two fifths. And a seventh, they got assets lined up for picks. Everybody thinks his rumor is leaning towards they're done with Kyler Murray. They kind of in a, it's a fork in the road type of position. You could keep Kyler Murray, like you said, because of the talent, and you could get back in the playoffs with all these draft picks next season, or you could use these draft picks to get a ready right now player. So, what's y'all yeah. think? Of the Cardinals are what's what's y'all viewpoints on the Cardinals, man?
4: Or they could just suck. They could just suck and get the first overall pick that way because there's if no you, lottery system. But if
3: you get in the first overall pick, you're, getting, you're taking Caleb Williams. No question. I don't think you even think twice. Caleb oh, yeah. Williams is better than, like half the, than half of the quarterbacks in football. Maybe three-fourths of them already. Already. Yeah. So I would just take him. No questions asked.
4: Yep, and then you build around him. I mean, you'll still yeah. have Hollywood Brown. You still – I mean, D-Hop is probably going to be too expensive at that point, even though I'd keep him for my young quarterback, but they got a lot of options. I think they're internally talking about it because Kyler, he got hurt so late. He's not going to be able to come back until the back half of next season. And if they're already sucking so badly, why bring Kyler back to possibly win too many games to, you know, pull a Houston Texans where they, they won, just one too many to get Bryce young. You don't want to, Mess that up. So I could honestly see them sitting him the whole season.
1: Even
4: though he's fully really healthy.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and we know that relationship's already sour between him, him and the organization. He probably feels like he knows in the back of his head after everything that came out last year that they don't probably have the most faith in him, right? So after that injury and, and him missing half of the season this year, he, he's probably going to be looking to move on anyways, you know, demanding a trade. Uh, just given the situation that they'll probably be in midseason. Uh, but the thing that's interesting is I think I think Hopkins might be open to to staying in in uh, Houston. He, you see that video he posted the other day? He, wasn't that a little weird? It was kind of like, oh, so so now you want to stay in Houston? Because I thought I thought he was on the move. Um, I mean, I not, uh, Arizona, 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 Arizona. Arizona. Uh, so, so who, who knows if, if he'll end up staying, but yeah, I think Caleb Williams is definitely the, the route you go. He's clearly the best quarterback coming out next year um, between him, Drake May and who Spencer, Spencer
3: Rattler, uh, depending on how uh, he is uh, that guy, Riley Leonard from Duke. I heard he's something crazy. I heard he's there. I heard he's Daniel Jones Jr. Uh, and
4: so, they're talking about the guy from Tennessee too.
3: Oh, Milton. Yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 he's a, uh, a big black athletic quarterback with a rocket arm. What can possibly go wrong?
4: So you're saying he's going to be Jamarcus Russell. Is that it? <laughs> oh,
3: you have seen, him? you seen that movie before? I'm joking, by the way. Don't post that as a clip.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, which rookies do you think are poised to have the best actual season, have the most impact this season? Not the best player, but have the most impact, which you know is based off a team. Yeah, area, how many
0: snaps they get in, how many targets, etc. Can we can we let's do one offense, one defense? Of course. I think I think offensive-wise, this might this might not be the most popular. So I'm gonna say Jackson Smith and Jigba. And the reason I'm saying that is because he's gonna take pressure off of DK, and he's gonna take pressure off of uh, Tyler Lockett. And I think he's going to have his opportunities to, to stand out in that offense um, just with the double teams that come with playing with DK. Um, Tyler Lockett, obviously, we you know is a deep threat, but people are going to be worried about them because they have the experience. They're proven, right? Jackson Smith and Digbook is the luxury of putting himself right in that mix and, and making a name for himself, kind of like Chris Olave did last year, um, you know, making big plays down the stretch and whatnot. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say JSN. Who y'all got on offense?
1: Hmm.
2: I think a name I'll throw out there just because I really think he's going to get a billion touches, not only running, but catching oh. the ball out the backfield. And for those that like fantasy, that'll be somebody definitely taking fantasy. Yes. He's Tom Robinson. He's just naturally because they ran the ball a lot last season. He's going to get a lot of opportunities to pad stats. Okay. You're not going to win but, Jack.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, does that contribute to winning though? That's a great oh, pick. I know. He's in, I know. he's going to have a great year. Doesn't have a great year. He's already the starting running back. He, you know, you paying him damn near what ten million dollars a year because he's the first overall pick. He's he's going to be your, your starting running back. So that's a really good pick. I don't know, man. I mean, I I think I think um, there's a lot of ways you can go with this. Again, not trying to be a homer, but I feel like the John Michael Schmidt, um, the Giants, the center, that's a big deal. I think it's going to stabilize the line. I really believe that. I think they're See, finally going to be coming. It's not a homer pick. It's... You are, and it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You Oh, so, I think he's that's a, that's a okay. necessary pick. You, I look, I could have said a lot of different things. There's a lot of ways I could have gone. I but you did it. That's was, the point. I was going <laughs> to say, I was gonna say in, in Jigba before you said that. I was going to say him. All I was right. going to say him before that. But or you could even you can even make a case for Addison because the Thielen the holds there. And he can Addison might have a good rookie year or whatever. Because you know, if, he, if they don't snap him in half, because he's he's two, he's he's one sixty one sixty soaking wet. But I think that JMS for the Giants, uh Michael Schmidt is gonna have a big season for them because and play at a really high level because they needed a center. It was a hole they needed And that division's gonna show up because you have a great D-lines you're playing against. And if you have good protection, Daniels has got to throw the ball too now. He has got to throw it. So I just think. It'll be really interesting to see well, him Greg, that like he has in the line. But Greg, how many touchdowns is he gonna have? I don't give a damn about no touchdowns, he's gonna create touchdowns by, by creating hold, like run through. Huh? It's boring, that's boring. You don't to me, Look, no one would have said it just a few years ago, but Creed Humphrey was easily the best offensive rookie of his or at least one of them in his class. Creed Humphrey completely changed the offensive line for the Chiefs, so I think that he'll have a similar effect. By the way. The player comp is Creed Humphrey, maybe not as good, but right there on that tier. So if you have, if you add that to this offensive line with already Andrew Thomas and Leo take a jump, Giants are gonna have a really good offensive line. I mean, it will be the first time in a long time I've seen that. So yeah, Miles. Yeah. Before you go, real quick, you think Greg? You think Jalen Hyatt is gonna come in and be day like day one starter? No, I don't, I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time seeing that, you know, right away for him. But it's not impossible. It's not impossible. They need speed because teams were just sitting on them on on their underneath routes last year. and and Slayton was not enough. So there is a chance, there's an outside chance he starts. the The, the question you need to ask yourself about the Giants is, is stilling Shepherd done in New York? and is he going to move to move into coaching or because or go somewhere else? because I don't know where his snaps are. <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing for. I'm dead ass. Where are his snaps. He, he's not started? Bro, over who? He's not starting over Wondell Robinson. He's not starting over Paris Campbell. He's not starting over over um what's his name? Uh, Jalen Jalen Hyatt. is provides a completely different skill set. You know where is he gonna play? Where, where are his snaps? You know
0: he's reliable. to start him over Wondell?
3: How is he reliable? He he doesn't play. He's never there. All I ever see is him with the gloves. The Michael reliable playing. He he he's like, going to start. Like bro. Kevin Durant, he's reliable
0: when he's on the uh, court don't uh, make don't make someone else take a seat. He's gonna start.
3: What? he's not gonna start over who wandel's Wondell. talented. No, nah, he Wondell's starting. wandel was a premium pick last year. Wandel's starting. He's healthy. He's starting. I'll tell you that right now. And then you already have Paris Campbell. He's getting his snaps. He is, he's faster, he's younger. He's getting his snaps. So where is he playing? And Hyatt is gonna get some, he's gonna get some run. He may not start, but he's gonna get some serious snaps because you you got to use the speed. to to take the top off defenses. And he does that better than Slayton already. He has great – Slayton's hands are an issue. Slayton's a good player. His hands are an issue. So I just think that Hyde has a chance to play. Uh, To answer your question, the original question, I think he could start. There's definitely a chance he starts. If he impresses, he can definitely start.
0: Wait, I got to say one thing real quick because Miles cracking me up right now, bro. So (laughs) – What's Miles doing? (laughs) Yo, Miles be watching people's girls, bro. Miles be watching people's girls, Sterling Shepard, his girl, his new girl now, yeah, right. His new girl, Miles be all over her page, bro. Every time she posts something, you know, you know how it shows you who likes it without you even needing to click on it. <laughs> oh, Miles he actually he, is I'm, always I'm, there, bro. Miles, I, is a mean, funny. I just double tap,
3: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <all right>, <laughs> hey, well, Miles is single, so you do, He looking at, hey, I go. was here first before Sterling, all right. <laughs> yeah, all right.
0: Get it right. That's <laughs> Chris yo, that he was there first. Every time I go on the gram, I'll see you know her picture will pop up and it'll already be liked by miles. I'm like, yo, he got the post notifications tag turned on. No, no,
4: no, I'm about to go unlike everything. Blossom, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> wow. really? who Who's the
2: offensive player with the most impact this year for rookie?
4: I think Jameer Gibbs, just from the, the standpoint that. This is kind of what they were looking for with DeAndre Swift, a guy who can be electric out the backfield, catch passes, and do something with it. Like, the comp for Alvin Kamara isn't, you know, a light one. But when you watch his game, you see a lot of similarities. So that team was so close to the playoffs. And imagine if they had a healthy Swift, who he's a threat. He's dangerous. Like that first game of the season, he was electric. And it was funny because Greg was making fun of my pick in fantasy. He was like, why, why would you take him? You know, he's going to be injured. I was like, nah, he's, he's good. And then all of a sudden, three weeks later, he gets hurt. But I don't think you're going to have that issue with him. Well, you don't remember this? I
2: remember that Greg was on your head top. What like, did bro, I say? You picked DeAndre Swift. Oh, he's going to get injured. And
3: then he ended up getting injured. Oh, in fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I, I, look, I look real good in that moment.
4: But that's the thing. Jameer Gibbs, whatever. Jameer Gibbs, his game is not tailored to take a lot of pounding. Like, he kind of maneuvers the same way as Alvin Kamara. He avoids a lot of big hits. So I don't have a worry about him getting injured. And this team is so deep that if you get production out of this, this running back position, like, David Montgomery's cool, but he his skill set's not...
1: It's limited. Team,
4: it's limited. It's not... Similar to what Gibbs is going to give you, so fantasy wise, he's
0: perfect. PPR, it's perfect. So that's my guy. Hey, yo, is there a chance Hendon Hooker? We see Hendon Hooker this year. You know, he no. I'd uh, love to
1: see it. I love. Well, yeah, his ACL not,
0: not this year. I forgot that he tore his ACL last year, but we we don't we don't ever see him taking Jared Goff's spot. I mean, it can happen next year, next
2: year for sure. I, I think that was a. I think that was you a. You think Jared Goff's on borrowed time? I think so. I mean, Jared, time since he got Jared Goff, Jared Goff, and um Ryan Tannehill. Regards the veteran quarterbacks, both of them are borrowed time. I do think golf I mean, is to better. Me, oh, of course, but they need, need to make the playoffs this year. Both of them.
0: Right, he, he, Jared Jared Goff is not their solution, and their head coach knows that. He was he you you could tell he knows that by the way he was doing those hard knock interviews last year. He just wanted you know to get the best out of Jared Goff for, for, for last year and in the foreseeable future. But he knows I think that's why they drafted Henry Hooker. And I think that was a, a great, great pickup for them. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm curious how long before we see him. I mean, obviously he's throwing right now, but I don't think he's game ready. Um, which I forgot about before I posed that question. So
2: <laughs> but nah for sure he he has to because Jared Goff, they know he played he played serviceable last year. He had some good moments, but to yeah. really think to think that Jared Goff is going to play well again for a second straight season and then possibly a season after that, you might as well go play the lottery. Like, the odds on that is very slim. On the defensive side, who do y'all see as the, the rookies that's coming in making an impact from day one? Make the biggest impact. I, I'm going I'm to start off. I'll go out there. This is not one of the popular names, but I think because who he's on the team with, He should get a lot of opportunities to get some sacks. And we know in the in the past, you get sacks, you defensive rookie of the year. Tyree Wilson with Max Crosby on the other side, they should put a lot of attention on Max Crosby, which will give him the opportunity to get those sacks. Now, does he do it? Time will tell. But I think players like that, like Tyree Wilson, where you have stars already there, that you don't have to be the focal point in that defense, they are in the best position to actually have impact because you're not, you don't have to deal with those double teams and oh we're scheming for you on defense. So Tyree Wilson, I think is a name out there.
0: I think for me, I think it's Jalen Carter. I think just cause he's proven at Alabama, uh, Georgia, but also because of the fact that like the the players that he's playing with, to your point, so like, he's playing with some dogs too on that offense, uh, that defensive line that were already great last year without him. Right. Hassan Reddick, um, Fletcher Cox, like them boys, they've been doing it for so long at a high level. And you're now you're adding him to the mix to come in and contribute. Jordan Davis, again, like I said, who we didn't see much of last year. Like he's going to have a field day because they got some monsters on that D line. You can't guard them all.
3: I hope he's wrong about that. So I'm <laughs> That's So I'm going to say about that. Um. Uh, think about defensive players i mean there's a lot I, the the gonzalez kid went to the patriots i think is that where he went gonzalez yeah, yeah so he could make an impact because there's good at coaching defense he could be like the easy the high impact guy i think it's going to be a corner though that's just me i think it's going to be a corner um, this is where
4: you say not to be a homer but deontay banks is that i'm not
3: saying do? deontay Banks. i'm saying it's going to be a corner now now if you want to bring it since you brought up his name miles I think he's gonna have a big impact this year. I do. I do think he's having a big impact. I didn't bring him up. That was he miles. set you up, Miles.
0: He he knew what he was doing too. He set you right. up. <laughs>
3: I ain't set <said laughs> anybody, <laughs> anybody up. Well, no. I ain't set anybody up. Yeah, I think I think,
2: Joey, I think Joey Porter Jr. can have uh, impact this season.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, considering they they find their corners at the Bodega, it just it just historically the Steelers do. He's in a start. He's walking into a starting job. So I think I've plenty, plenty of opportunities to you know put things on tape. Cause I don't know who he's competing against. Who's a good corner. You know, I'm Fitzpatrick Patrick is great, but that's it. You know, and the corner situation has been horrible. I mean, I think they just have random people playing corner out there. It's bad. So yeah, I think that yeah, Joy guys Porter, you out there. If the I was out there, they'd be in good shape, you know, I, but it's just, you know, nah, we, we saw what happened Thanksgiving break. What happened Thanksgiving break? He's getting lit. When up. I burnt Chris. Because that's that's what happened. And then it was oh, a bad didn't joke. and then the video shows proof and your poll laws, dummy. No, you Hey, you hey, hey, what they what they, what they what they say in New York? Is you dumb? <laughs> Is you dumb? <laughs> Yo, you don't you know me to be someone who cares about what people think? Really? <laughs> You don't damn well have yeah, people on but that facts route. This is facts. You you had a whole video and you try to plead your case and all of
0: your followers I had you got you got twenty
1: steps. I had you, you got, you got, you got three three
0: steps. You, you, got got
3: steps. You, you got locked up. You got locked up. It was a bad throw. you, 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 you been black. black. And you try to oh, flat oh, me oh, at oh. the
0: line. You try also some BS. I got what? You try to slap me at the line on some BS. <laughs> made my, made my eyes water like, and Punch me right in my nose too. Like, what's wrong with you? You're lying. You still got clamped up. I was like Gonzalez on your ass.
3: You're, you're acting as if you're acting as if you didn't put hands on me first. I was disengaging your hands. I, I, I didn't put hands on you first, but and you stiff on me right to my nose. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know this
4: was still a touchy subject. My bad. Um,
3: if Ruben Blackass can't throw a football. My <laughs> That's what happened. You getting trust a black quarterback. It's always somebody else's fault. We get it. It's it's the it's Ruben's fault. You, you never you never have a dude with, with dreads throw you a football. It's meant to be accurate, an accurate pass. Tone tone
0: was there. Tone saw you
3: get clamped up. No, you didn't. Did, what, what, ah. anybody on the, I haven't heard tone say anything about about the play. T-
0: t- been that ball his,
3: by fifteen tone, yards.
0: Tone trying to keep this podcast together. <laughs>
3: Ruben, he saw Ruben sell the football by 15 yards over my head. It doesn't matter. You you were nowhere near it because you were locked up. That is not what, Chris, I had you. by The video clearly <laughs> shows I had you by steps, bro. Get out of here. I ran That's right you past you. No step. No step. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know. That's why you're moving to Connecticut. That. You don't want to do that again. Say less. That's why you're move to Connecticut. You don't want to do it again. That's why. See, we have the we have the ball football game and suddenly all of a sudden he got to go, he got to go to Connecticut now. He got to move to Connecticut. Now I think I got to move. That's he got to move to Hartford and shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey no.
1: yo,
2: Oh my gosh, y'all y'all funny as hell, bro. Miles, go ahead, bro. <laughs> it's really Miles fault. Yeah, it's yeah. Miles
1: fault.
2: Yo. I I've completely missed Miss Chris. That was that was great. Great.
4: My God. The biggest impact I think is gonna be Will McDonald. Oh my god. What do you mean? Oh my god. <laughs> We've got depth on this. Yo, I knew he was gonna say that. You made me mad
3: as hell when he said that, bro. <laughs> what? How? On my homer and you're gonna say Will McDonald that's not me being a homer that's me being realistic who is that what do you mean who is that he he's arguing before this thing best started best people, people talking about best. him huh Will people talk about him before this thing
4: started he's gonna be a first round pick maybe not for y'all y'all got everything right everything but corners my bad um I think with a rod on the team now I feel like we'll be playing with more leads and that means it's a big emphasis on defense, big emphasis on getting to the quarterback. And that's his specialty. Like before they moved him inside for whatever reason, moving uh, edge rusher inside his senior year, he was lighting it up. 12 sacks, junior year, 10 sacks, sophomore year. He's going to be playing outside again with the Jets. And now he's going to have every opportunity to get to the quarterback. I'm saying eight to 10 sacks for him. If he gets that double digit, I think he got it. I mean, you
3: saw, I said saw us last year. You really gonna doubt me? Oh my God.
2: He did call it last year.
3: Off was an easier pick. He was a renowned as like the best corner we'd seen in Mad Long, even in the draft process.
2: Hey, to your point, too, you mentioned about the Steelers. He probably does start from day one, but he, he definitely is gonna have somebody there. Like you said, Minka. And then he gets to learn also Patrick Peterson on that squad, too. But that's a, that's another veteran corner corner that he gets to learn from, and that's a ball hawk in Patrick Peterson. Oh, that's that's I think he, what top fifteen, top twenty all time in interceptions. So that's that's a that's a good good uh, DB DB room to learn
3: from. Yet another reason why they needed a corner because they definitely got him from Odega because he's his, his best days are behind him.
2: A thousand percent, but he could he teach up. <laughs>
0: Let's stay on the Jets for a second. I'm not sure if you guys talked about this when, when Aaron Rodgers got drafted, but Miles, you think you think Aaron Rodgers is going to have an MVP-type year?
3: And if so, why? After last year. I, I want to know. i say why. yes, too. I don't even know you're asking the It's Yes.
4: Yeah, I can with that light skin face that you're making.
3: Because.
0: <laughs> for, I'm going to let that slide. <laughs> he, he, called, he called me Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> you do like Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> nah,
0: because i'm I'm getting a little sick of this aaron Rodgers hype because i hear it all day long on espn radio man people when when the whole drama was surrounding him about him going to green bay there was talks about him his his play his performance from last year right not having you know a great year but as soon as he put pen to paper and he ends up in as a new york jet everyone wants to talk like like he just came off of an mvp type year so that was question, a blip.
4: That was a blip Robert? on the radar. That was a blip on the radar because they did the same thing when they drafted Jordan Love. He had a down year that year. And then what happened? Two MVPs in a row. I'm not saying he's going to get MVP, but I, he's going to be a top five quarterback next year.
0: Yeah, but we, we talking like he not going to have, I, I get, I get he knows the offensive system because he, he, he's been with that coordinator. Right. But you don't think, I, I mean, chemistry may not be that big of an issue because he, he's bringing the whole damn Green Bay wide receivers to to the New York Jets, but like let's stop acting like cobb is 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 still a threat like like he used to be. let's stop talking like are we, Allen was are we really we're talking, about cobb?
4: We're talking yeah. about cobb really he's gonna be like wide wide receiver five or six
0: okay, but we, we you don't you don't think
4: like' that's a secondary coach who Randall <laughs>
0: that's
4: what he is he's here to help oh. with the system
3: Randall Cobb. That's what you think. He'll be he'll be in, in all critical third down packages. Just watch. He'll find yeah. the the field, uh, which sick. is fine because
0: because yeah. he's he's reliable in that sense. I just I just I think there's too much hype and too – and I hope I hope Aaron Rodgers folds under the pressure. I would love nothing more than to see him fold <laughs> under this pressure of of how how they're making this thing because he better perform.
3: Bruh, he better oh, perform the Chris, way the
0: way that they're talking.
3: Chris, they're. But, there's a big rumor flying around, and I know Miles has heard it, that they're going to make the first game of the season, Jets-Giants Monday Night Football. It's going to be like one of the first games of the season. Like, one of the the first games of the season. Like, I think their first game, each of them, will play it. I think that's what it's going to be. Everyone's talking about it. they have seen those play each other? They'll play each other on day one. Their first game, they'll be Monday Night Football, Jets-Giants. That'd be tough. tough. That's the rumor. And if that happens, yo, he, he he don't know about... See, Wisconsin... That ain't, that, ain't, that ain't got nothing on New York. The amount of buzz that'll be in the city if that's the first game. And I think they're going to do it. It's too tempting for the NFL not to do it, bro. I'm telling you, that, that game would be crazy. So we'll see right away. I'm, or- I'm sure he's prepared for that. All I'm saying is he
0: can't, he can't have another year where he throws less than 30 touchdowns. 20, oh. 26, like he threw last year. Excuse. It, it ain't gonna fly, bro. And I'm not trying to hear nothing after. I'm not trying to hear. Oh, he needed to build chemistry with Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. Or, or Elijah Moore not even there no more. What oh, chemistry, Garrett he Wilson. He's Garrett building Wilson's that chemistry open. right now. I get, I get that. I get that. It's but I'm saying so when the season it's comes and it and it don't look right, I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing. Right.
4: Bro. It's gonna look right. Don't be don't be jealous. Don't be mad because you got Home Alone three
0: coming in Cincinnati. <laughs> 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 Yo, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers been spending more time at the at the Knicks and Rangers game than he do at the facility. That's a problem. Mm.
4: You mean he has been at the facility ever since he's got? Uh, that's a problem already. Yeah,
0: he had He getting work. haircuts. He had Carbones. He 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 had he had Knicks. He had MSG. Come on, yeah.
3: bro. And you want him to be at home? He's single.
4: He's he's got shit to do.
3: Yeah, yeah. And their and they're top quarterback trying to put a sticky little finger all over Jessica Alba. He can chill out. You, you you a
4: top
0: suitor for him, who? I mean, hey, Jessica Alba. Uh-huh. Sauce ain't even know who that was. That's crazy. My, yo, I don't t- blame <laughs> him. I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. Like, well, Sauce, I'm the catch.
2: I ain't want to think about no Jessica Alba. No, he wasn't playing with Jessica. No, he wasn't. You know, no, first of all, you can't no say no Jessica Alba. He he, he probably he probably
0: called Jerry a Proctor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, her acting career is mid. She has a person mid. I don't care. Wow, I don't care. I don't see. I don't see. Wow,
3: you don't. You see what I see, Chris? Chris you see what I see? What? Just Alba?
0: Yeah. What, what did you say? I, I really don't know her like that either. I seen one one horror movie. Like, I'm talking about
3: I'm not talking about her acting career. I'm
0: talking about Jessica. He like she Alba. a
2: baddie. He's saying she a baddie. She mid. Mid?
0: No, nah, no. Nah. Jessica Alba has always been like that. If she's a a what, what on his scale, I'm, I'm googling right now. I got I got to, I got to refresh my memory. I don't
2: I don't see it. I really don't see it. She's
0: mid. Then Beyonce is.
4: <laughs> oh, don't do that. Don't oil. <laughs> <all you want.
3: laughs> she I ain't she like. You both that like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Miles is wild, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ma, Miles Ma- about to have the Black Queens mad.
3: Oh my god, <laughs> that was so reckless.
0: That po- post, that post that on TikTok because yes. if is gonna come, it, it will be tomorrow, bro. So she's so, so so not
4: fair. even the best looking Destiny's child.
0: I agree.
2: I agree. I agree
4: with that. I actually agree with that. By the way, I agree.
2: But, I, I but, second. That.
4: I agree.
2: So then, what what is it so special about? Jessica, her face, she got nice. Hey, no, we it. not
3: doing this. I'm, I'm a married man. I'm just telling you, I, I, I just, I'm I, not doing that. You're wild.
2: <laughs> I asked Nikki. I said, Nikki, do you see anything with this? She said,
3: uh-uh. What? Y'all are wilding out. So why, saying, but cool. but why, why would she? You know what I mean? Like, let's Yeah, why, the, I don't know. Why would she? Because if be this is be a bad honest.
2: chick, if it's somebody that looked beautiful, Nikki, I know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's beautiful. No, she, no, <laughs> no,
0: no. I guess. No, my wife has I, no, no problem saying, yeah. Uh-huh. I just, No, but also your tone, the way you ask it, she could just be agreeing with you. Oh, <laughs> right? we don't do did, that. Maybe did you see anything with this? She don't like, no, like, come on, bro. Nikki got
3: a mind of her own. That's, a, <laughs> that's an
0: attorney right <laughs> there.
3: I, smart I, be, smart. I believe, I believe you. I believe you. I really believe that she doesn't think that she's all that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, man, like she, she's been that what would you rate what would you rate her on a scale of one to ten no yeah, i can't do that either that's that's not that's not okay M- miles then. <laughs> you can do in. it you miles. Do it, Greg. Just say said eight. miles then. <laughs> miles give her, miles give miles give her the appropriate ranking rank her what i would rank her that's all i'll say she's an eight she's an
4: eight
3: on what scale are you so who's better who, who where like what Who's out? I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, be, so We get who, a little
4: disrespectful.
2: who's the ten? Yeah, who's who's ten? You don't need to know about that. No cap. No, we we we'll transition to the the NBA playoffs, but it's all it's all preference. It's all preference. All right. It's all. I'm just saying, what
3: if she's not a t- I
2: mean, all, all preference. Right. Like, I'm not saying that she. Uh, I just I I, w- I would be like sauce too. I don't give a. I don't care. Ooh, Jessica Alba. Ooh. He he didn't even say that. <laughs> I he know I'm saying I'm saying though like he got didn't like know like 20 he years was. on him, he
3: don't even know who Yeah, she's older. I mean, yeah, she's older than him by a substantial margin. Yeah, but
2: I'm saying in general, I, I sat next to Jessica Album, me, I wouldn't and...
3: it wouldn't, it wouldn't it wouldn't do nothing for you.
4: That's fair,
0: that's fair. That's
3: it, should, it shouldn't do nothing for you. How about that? It's preference, it's preference.
4: Sauce so called Mary J. Blige Monet when he met her. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, God, bro. I gotta stop doing that. Knicks, Knicks,
2: Knicks Heat. Close off the show with the NBA playoffs. Knicks Heat. How we see this series going? It's tied
4: up 1 1. It's interesting. This is an interesting series we got. I mean, I think Knicks should have won that first game. They just did a lot of BS. Um, second game was a little dicey, but that was because they came out and they were like, all right, we're gonna shoot threes. And that's how we're going to keep pace with this team because they were hitting a lot of threes, but they they don't do that when Jimmy Butler's there. That's not the way this team operates. So I think when he comes back on Saturday, things will be a little different. This is an even matched team or series, I mean. But I think we got the edge with if Randall can play the way he did on when was that Monday, Tuesday, then, i give us the edge, and I'd say Knicks and seven. I still think this is going seven.
3: When does Jimmy get back? I, I think it comes down to that. Jimmy has to get back. And when what does he look like? He gets back and he's healthy. I, I, I Look, from what I've seen, I, I would have to give the edge to the heat, just what I've seen. Last game was pretty damning. Um, I felt like, you know, they they – they competed without their top guys being there, and Bam was okay. You know, I think he was all right in the game. So What's it, it just point? depends, What's huh?
4: How many teams play well when their star isn't playing?
3: Not, I mean, players. in a playoff game. I mean, it, it, gets, it gets a little sticky, bro. And a playoff game, it gets a little sticky. I, 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 I mean, look, I, I think you guys should win the series. I really think you guys are the better team. But Quickly's not playing well right now. That matters. He's just he's struggling. Uh, I know RJ is finally playing well, and I can't hear the end of it. So we'll see how long that continues. Uh, but he's playing good basketball. Um, so we'll see. I just think it's about Jimmy. Is, is who is what? What version of Jimmy are you getting back? If you get if you get the version of Jimmy back that was in round one, I don't know, man. And I don't know. It, it can get real sticky in this series, for real. I, I that's a legitimate concern, and he's tough to guard uh, because he does so many different things out there. He plays, you know, he, he just plays basketball the right way. He boxes out. He's getting rebounds, second chance opportunities. He does everything he needs to do to try to win a game. So I have a lot of respect for that guy. He's done it before. That's why I give them the slight edge. But it doesn't mean the Knicks can't win the series. And I think it's I think it's a seven game series too. To be fair, I'm like I'm I'm not shorting the Knicks fans. I'm not. But if you telling me I gotta I gotta rely on RJ Barrett as the next factor, yeah, I might have to go with Jimmy, bro. I might have to hey, go with Jimmy. I don't let that what's, carry.
0: What's, what's the ceiling if the Nets uh, if, the, if the Knicks win the series?
3: The feeling of what they can do in the playoffs?
0: Yeah, finals.
3: Uh, no, conference finals. <laughs> if
4: they get past this, final? they not
3: beat the Boston Celtics in a series, bro. I mean, I mean, they, they can give them a they will give them a hard time though. It wouldn't be an easy series. And low key, I, I would root for the Knicks to go to the finals in that series. I really would because I don't like Boston, and I and I think everybody knows that. So I really would root for them. But I,
2: I agree with Miles, though it would have to be the finals because Boston is when you're looking at this series, they're not a team really to be trusted. The okay. game one lost. The game was lost to Philly. That's an embarrassment. Y'all supposed to be a championship team. They're having some of the same issues that they had with good old cheating. I'm asleep with the people. Eme Yadoka. They having some of the same issues. It don't matter what black coach they got there. Jason Tatum settling for too many threes, turnovers, Jalen Brown turnovers, they decide to – they think, like, they actually won something. They think they have a switch to turn on and turn off, like they actually won a championship. I don't trust Boston, even if they get into the finals. Whoever's on the West, Denver, L.A., Golden State, they're not beating them. They, they're an immature team, and I think after the season, you're going to have to see that roster is getting
0: blown up, it's getting changed. JB and Jason Tatum can't work anymore. It's not It's not going to work. Yeah, but I think, I think this – Hopefully Boston ex- executives are looking at this and like J- Jason Tatum hasn't been playing well in the playoffs at all. So I think, I think Jalen Brown is kind of like showing his value of, of why they need him in Boston. Like, do you let him go?
3: I think Jalen Brown going to force his way out. Yeah. I think he's leaving. I don't think he's staying. I, he hates, he hates, he hates the fans in Boston. <laughs> he clearly hates them. He can't stand being there. He wants out. He thinks this is a racist establishment. He wants. he wants gone. So, and not just, not the organization, but just being in Boston. He thinks he thinks Boston is racist. Clearly. He's not really hiding that, that that very well, so I think he's out of there. And they needed to split this up, anyways. they needed to, they needed to split this up a while back. And people think felt so vindicated when when, when they went to the finals, and they were like, "Oh, you see what happens? of the grass isn't always green on, on the other side? You wouldn't know what color the grass looks like. because You guys didn't even explore it. It's, you guys should have broke broke this thing up a long time ago. There was no reason to keep these guys together. In my personal opinion, I think they need they need a point guard who can facilitate and get Jason Tatum easier baskets. They, they need that. Because smart, smart is not it. Not a point guard. He's not even a point guard. That's the problem. You don't really have one. And Bryden's great. The bench is great, but he's not a, the kind of point guard I'm talking about. They need to go after. I mean, look. In an ideal world, uh, you know, I know Dame will be out there, but they have no. They don't have the assets to go make that trade happen. In my opinion, I don't think they do. Um, unless you're going to trade Grant William ugly ass. That's probably not going to happen. (laughs) So so I don't really see how you make that trade happen. Grant Williams ain't going to move the needle for anybody. Um, In all seriousness, a Trey Young could be a, a legitimate piece for them. Like it could, like I would keep the tires on that if I were them, I would, but they need a point guard. That's just the way I see it. I think they need someone to facilitate and get these guys easier baskets, particularly Jason Tatum, who does not get easy basket for himself. He doesn't do that. And that's the problem. He settles for way too many hard shots, you know, Hey, we're going to talk
2: about that Sun Series, but anybody as much as I, especially growing up, Kobe was my favorite player, but anybody that reveres, honors, praises Kobe Bryant and is out of the Kobe Bryant school, that is not a player that you really want as your number one player because to what Greg said, they're going to take the hardest shots possible. They don't get easy shots. Now, yes, that was was a part of Kobe's allure. Kobe will have seven people in his face, the players, the bench, he'll have a ref in his face and he'll have somebody in the stands in his face and he will still make the bucket. That was the great thing about Kobe, but that's still not a good shot. And Kobe, he practiced it so he was able to do it. From what we see to Chris's point, Tatum ain't there yet to be just, I'm gonna take the Kobe type of shots on a regular basis and make them and then make them when they matter the most. Mm-mm. Any player, any player. If I'm drafting a player, and they like, "Yo, my favorite player is Kobe Bryant." Nah, nah, get up, get, nah, can't draft you. Can't draft. Who's your goal? Kobe Bryant? I can't draft you. Respect. <laughs> I can't draft. You. Who did Who did you model your game after when you was growing up? Kobe Bryant. Uh, yo, that's great. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Um, the next team is down the hall. I think they want to meet with you. I can't draft you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Have we you see Suns getting swept.
3: Nah, they'll get one. They'll get one. Kevin Durant is good to get you one game. Uh, that's what we said oh. last year. That's what we
4: said. <laughs> Not in Brooklyn.
3: <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's funny. It's funny. I, I don't. I don't. I don't take no offense to that. I. I. I hope he gets swept. I am. I am. I'm. I'm. You hear me? What I'm doing? I'm being very objective right now. Kevin Durant is good enough to get you one game. He should be. We all should know it. But is that going to happen? No. And this is why I'm saying just be prepared, be prepared to have a serious conversation about that guy's legacy. Why are talking about boosting up Steph Curry into wherever the hell he's about to go, which is irritating me? But let's have it. be ready to have a serious conversation about Steph about Kevin Durant's legacy. Just be ready because this is this is ridiculous. It, it, a lot of this it not all fall on his feet. Aiden's not playing well, but they don't incorporate Aiden in the offense. They don't really do that. So how can you expect him to play well? Like, what are we even talking about? Everyone's talking about that clip of him not going in there and getting that rebound. That's the, the tip of the iceberg. We've been knowing he was soft. We've been knowing he was charming soft. It ain't about that. It's, it's look, you got to get him a post-up or something. You got to get him, you got to get him pick and roll, hit him, and get him get him a wide open jump shot or something. Get him Get him in the game. Get him involved. They don't do that. So this ain't about him. This is about Kevin Durant it, continuing to do the same thing he's always done. He does not go to the basket enough. He's a bad passer out of double teams. He does not do a good job out of it. He refuses to make the skip pass across the court. He never sees it. And he's the tallest guy in the world. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense. There are holes in that guy's game. you know I'm doing? there. Are more holes, there are more holes in his game than people realize. And it's the it's these things that that add up in these series where teams are playing great defense. They have all eyes on him. He's not making the right reads, not making the right passes. He's turned the ball over profusely. He takes ridiculously hard shots and I know he can make them, but in the playoffs, the ball gets heavier. It's harder to do them fadeaway jump shots over two people. Katie in the playoffs It's more pressure. Those shots don't fall the same. So it's it's not the regular season anymore. So I've had the same I've had this criticism of him since year two or three of him in Brooklyn. And it's, it's just, it's carried on. And the same thing happened in Celtic series is happening right now. Because the Denver Denver's doing a great job. Denver's not doing anything different than what Boston did to him last year. And it's working again, even with a better sidekick. Booker's a better sidekick than Kyrie. And it's the same problem. So this is about Kevin Durant. All right. Like you can, he's a common denominator. Well, in this case, he's the sidekick. Devin
2: Booker has been the better player in the playoffs thus far. Devin Booker Devin Booker is option one on this team. And I think that's going into next season. We're not gonna say that he's gonna fall off a cliff because he's seven foot tall and can shoot the rock. But the ending of his career, we talk about a lot of different players and how the end of their career is gonna look. KD's end of his career, I don't know. Uh, He's not going, he's going to be, I think like top tier, all-star type level player. But the KD that we know and love is all world. All world and that's not, (laughs)
3: <laughs> that's not <weird. laughs> <He's> stupid. stupid <laughs> yeah. oh, Chris is dumb bro Chris is dumb
2: <laughs> I, think they, I think they get swept and like to your point um, Boston set set up the blueprint on how to guard KD now at this point this may not have been the, the case earlier but right now at this point in his career you get physical defenders you get physical with him you get defenders that have length and then try to make him actually pass they out get, of double teams.
3: They get into his, his dribble too early. Like Bruce Brown, I noticed that like as Katie comes on the floor, Katie gets into a move. Bruce Brown's not letting him get into move, get into moves. Bruce Brown's beating him very early. Like he's making him uncomfortable with the dribble. And and that's part of the turnover issue too, right? He's so tall. It, you can do that. Get get under him. So it's hard in that way, but you look, I am going to say this for the people who are going to comment on these posts too, the the bench, yeah, it's a problem for Phoenix. I'll give you that. It is. But is it the primary reason why they're losing, in my opinion? No. No, it's not. <laughs> the other main
2: reason is CP3. Man, you eat in organic dust now, and you're still injured. Yeah, that's
3: tough. Changed up the diet. He, he eating air straight from heaven. They'll blame it on him when it's all said and done. the the, the Kevin Durant stands will blame it on Ke- on Chris Paul when it's done. It's not. It's not all Chris Paul's fault. Yeah, Chris Paul is, is a diminished player. He was diminished when y'all were eight and zero in the regular season with this guy with KD, and y'all were hype and thinking y'all going to roll to the championship. He was diminished then too. He wasn't playing the same role. He wasn't. You know what I mean? You guys barely felt his presence. So that's not even a good excuse either. the The, really, the reality of it is is that if Kevin Durant is as good as Kevin Durant stands think he is. You should win a game in this series at the least, and you should make it a series. You should be, you should, this should not be no little cakewalk for Denver. Jokic should not get you out of here. I'm sorry, but that's what's about to happen. And you're going to have to really reevaluate your Kevin Durant conversation. Me, I'm already there. He ain't, he ain't top 10, and it's going to be really hard for him to get top 10 for me. And as far as I'm concerned, he has not won a legitimate championship in his career. Not one. He has not won a legitimate championship in his entire career. Kevin Durant has not. Every championship, every championship, champion, every chip he has has an asterisk on it. every one. You went with you went and Did that that BS you did joining up with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Dray, and Draymond Green and joining an established team that already won seventy three games without you and you won two rings and you felt like you did something you didn't do nothing. Yeah, you, no. And anytime it gets hard, he runs. He said, "You idiot." <laughs> Who said you idiot?
2: <laughs> hey, you um, uh, The last series, we closed it out with this. Greg alluded to it already. Lakers Warriors, they play tonight. Lakers are up 1-0. How do we see the rest of the series going and We are here again. Steph Curry has a good game. And next thing you know, Steph Curry, he's going to be he's going to be sitting at the right hand of God. That's how great he's going to be after, after one game. W- one, one game. Nobody talks nobody talks about how he kind of got locked up by Vando in that first game. You can appreciate Steph Curry without doing all of this blasphemy. He's not better than Braun. He's not better than Kobe. He's not better than Magic. But how do y'all see the
3: series going? This is crazy. Miles, go ahead, bro.
4: I think it's Lakers in six. I think they'll put up enough of a fight that they can get a couple games. Like, I think they'll probably win tonight. Um, I think Steph's going to have a better game. They're going to play a little tougher, and let's see if that turnaround after a couple, like a day off for Bron is, you know, makes a difference. for Instead of, like, the the layoff from game two to three, where you have, like, two or three days off. Like, he's getting older. He's not going to be able to recover as well as he used to. So, it's going to be interesting. But if they keep up with that plan of going AD from the jump and get him involved from the jump, which, I mean, they hello? They should have been doing this. Like if only problem was health. like Bron's been saying it like AD, I want you to be able to run this whole thing. Like, and what I found interesting is like, Bron's been playing a lot more off ball than usual, Like, he's not being forced to dribble it, bring it up. Cause now you got Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves can do a lot of things that, you know, Bron, not, I'm not going to say that Bron can do, but of that guy, I of love that things guy. that you would ask a Bron to do. So, I just think they got too much, and defensively they're a lot better than what the Warriors can offer. And then Looney, as good as he's been in the, the playoffs, he's six nine. He's not going to be able to keep doing what he was doing against Sabonis, just because like AD is that good. So let's see. Draymond's going to have to pick it up, too. Like, he's still trying to – I liked what he did when he came back from suspension, when he was a little more aggressive and looking for a shot to kind of switch it up And so you're not just a, a light pole out there on the court. Like, you're actually a threat. And in game one, he was kind of just back to being a light pole. He didn't really look for a shot. He was looking for passing and doing what he does usually. And then, I mean, if Jordan Poole can, you know, think for once, maybe they can do something in this series. But as we saw, it was a little challenging for him in game one. He was six for 10. I'll give him that. But, like, he took, like, a 30-something footer in the most crucial moment.
2: For those that know basketball and have watched the Warriors, Everybody on this podcast, Miles, Chris, Greg, me, knows the pass to pull was to set up a screen for Draymond to get it back to Steph. For all of you people that voted on our poll, said that he was open, that was a terrible shot. Know the moment, know your personnel, and know your body. I don't care if it's the first, second, third, fourth quarter, fifth quarter. 30 footers is not in his bag. It's not a consistent shot from him. And on top of it, that shot hit the side of the
0: backboard. It wasn't even close. Stop. The video you you sent about basketball, stop. Tyrese Halliburton, the the, the video you sent had me in tears, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He he said, he said, and that's why you're here with me.
3: (laughs) Hey, Tyrese has made a shot like that, but he was—he also, I think, was coming off the dribble, and it's a different shot coming off the dribble than it is standstill. A standstill thirty-footer. There's only one person in the NBA who can shoot that, and even he doesn't shoot it that way. And that's Steph Curry. So that was the ironic part about that. The, the guy, the one guy in the world you want taking that shot was on the floor with you, and you took it instead. Like, I mean, that's some Jordan Poole stuff right there. He had a terrible game. He had a great game offensively, but he actually had a terrible game. bad for people who know basketball, the the fouls he was committing throughout the course of that game really cost them They came at inopportune times they were stupid fouls they were mindless fouls that were unnecessary throughout the course of that game so I didn't think he played very well even though he did have a better offensive game I thought he was just clueless out there I really did and they're relying on him they're relying on him that's the relying. they need to rely on him because Klay Thompson's reduced Klay Thompson's not the same player as he once was I know he had six threes that's great but he just at this point in Klay Thompson's career he's a standstill three-point shooter that's it and Pete Thompson was a guy off the dribble. He had some stuff to him. He had some stuff to him off the dribble. And he was an elite defender, elite point of attack defender. He is no longer either one of those things. No longer. So that changes this series. And that's why the Lakers are going to win six. They're going to win this series in six games. I think the Lakers have to be able to adjust to AD being double teamed Tonight, I think that that's going to happen And 80 doesn't do well with the double teams. Very, You know, like he, he he tends to fall into a little shell and doesn't play as aggressive instead of just catching and ripping and attacking quick to beat the double team or to set up a good pass. And I think guys like Austin Reeves, Rui, Rui Hachamara, uh, D'Lo, they got to be ready to make shots because they're going to be open because they're going to double AD. There's gonna be a lot of attention there. And LeBron's gonna play a better game. I don't think he'll play as bad It's LeBron James. I, I don't really worry about it. His foot is not right. let's like let's not act as if like he's healthy the three-point shooting is a direct result of his foot not being right he is not healthy he's he's gutting this thing out because he knows he he smells blood he knows Lakers can win a championship this year so he's gutting it out uh and and credit to him for that but you know because there's another guy in la who would who wouldn't play through a a ingrown nail now in Kawhi leonard so you know and i know he got hurt for real i will get better Kawhi. (laughs) <laughs> I was about to say, bro. He got hurt for real. I, I that that yeah, I do feel bad. He got her for real. But he did also load manage the entire season just to get hurt at the end, which is pretty sick. Not he didn't, he didn't he didn't want to go that way, but I mean, damn, like really. Um, but uh the steph thing, the steph thing before we dip. Um Steph it really pisses me off, guys. Y'all, y'all really are doing it. Y'all really are doing it this week. That's, that's crazy to me. I don't know how we're having a serious conversation about Steph Curry jumping into the Mount Rushmore conversation if he wins this series and if he wins a fifth championship. If he wins a fifth championship, he will have two legitimate championships on his books because the, the three of them aren't legit. The, year one, 2015, he beat um, uh, LeBron James in a bunch of dead bodies. He, he didn't play against anybody else. LeBron James, the corpse of Della Wadova, and, and and whoever the heck else was on that team because Ky- Love got hurt and Kyrie got hurt in game one. And LeBron still had a 2-1 lead in that series. They, they gave the finals MVP to someone else for holding LeBron to 44-11-9 on the series on like 70% shooting. Iguodala, by the way. Iguodala, and he made all the big shots in the series, not Steph. So what are we talking about? Okay, there's that. Then 20, what is it? 2016, he obviously lost 3-1 lead. They blew it. And people say, oh, well, he lost Draymond. And I know how important Draymond is. I always tell people that. I say Draymond is the most important member of that team. Or, you know, tied for number one with Steph. I think he's just as important. But at what point is that a knock on Steph Curry when you lose the series because that guy wasn't there? The guy was a light pole. The light pole, he wasn't there. The light pole that Miles referred to wasn't there, and they lost that series. And that's the excuse that Warriors fans use. B.S. Anyways, on to the next one. Then you go 2017, 2018. Then you get the peasy head guy, the seven footer to come join you. And he comes along and you create the most unfair team ever created. You go and win two more rings. You would have won three if he didn't get hurt. And Clay didn't get hurt against the Raptors. And literally, no one can beat you. How are those legitimate championships? Those are not legitimate championships. Those those all have aspects on them. That's not. And when I say it, people get people tell me I'm a hater. How am I hating on Steph Curry? I think Steph Curry is amazing. I love Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time. He is solidified top top ten player in that eight to ten range. That's where he is. That's where he belongs right now. That's where he stands. That is a hell of a career, man. A, A small guard. To, to get from Davidson, a mid major school, to be in this position, he is, he is blessed beyond measure. He's a great player. But then we start having this real unrealistic conversation about him versus LeBron. There is no look, Steph versus LeBron. LeBron has outplayed Steph Curry every time they've played against each other in the finals. He's outplayed him thoroughly. He is easily, LeBron is easily at least the second best player of all time. And in my opinion, the greatest, but at least the second. There is no world in which Steph Curry is ever going to be compared to Michael Jordan seriously. Never. So I don't even know what we're talking about. It's crazy to me. I really think this is, it, 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 I think it's because of a couple of things. People hate LeBron. They love to hate LeBron. So they'll elevate whoever LeBron plays against. If LeBron, I heard someone say yesterday, if LeBron walked on water, they would say, uh, they, 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 would say uh, they would they would say, they would they would find a way to discredit that too. It was a great quote. I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. I'm mad about it now. But it's like anything the guy does, you have to find a hole and pick in it. It's crazy. So he plays against Steph Curry, everyone, everyone's all of a sudden a Steph Curry lover. Everyone loves that guy. It's crazy to me. It don't make no type of sense, bro. There's no, there's no conversation here at all. There's no Steph Curry versus LeBron rivalry. There is not. Because there, there's, there's nothing to compare. There's no, there's no comparison, guys. Wake up. None. None. That's my rant about Steph Curry. Lakers in six. Lakers maybe, maybe, maybe in five if they win tonight. The Lakers are clearly the better basketball team. Clearly.
4: Lakers and six.
2: It might be five to your point because nobody comes to the party with Steph. And if Steph's not balling like he didn't ball last game, that's a huge concern for them. Jordan Poole, that's the spoiled child. Y'all made y'all did this. Y'all created this. This is why Draymond put hands on this man. Y'all created this. We've seen all throughout the season different videos of him yelling, cursing out the coaches. Draymond tried to talk to him. He walked past him. Steph got to Steph gotta go talk to him now. Steph not even, that's not his body. Steph not got to go talk to him because he ignoring Draymond. Jordan Poole, y'all created this. And we talk about contracts. That's a disgusting contract. That's a disgusting contract. And y'all got to live with that with Jordan Poole. Kenny Atkinson, I think, should be one of the top candidates for the Bucks coaching job. We'll close out with this. I'm seeing the mixed reviews, Damian Lillard talking about, oh, folks out here firing championship coaches as soon as they don't win the chip. Dang, respectfully. The man was supposed to get fired before they won the chip. The chip saved him to give him some extra time. But, I mean, I mean respectfully, you haven't smelled a championship, so maybe you, you just see somebody with a ring and thinks he's a good coach. He's not a good coach. He doesn't make adjustments. He's arrogant. He thinks he's coach Popovich because he comes from coach Pop's tree. He thinks he's like him. They ask him after the game. Why didn't you use your timeouts? I don't know. You should have used it. Nigga. What?
3: I think, I think he had, a, I think his, I heard his brother died that same week. So I don't know, man. I I you get a lot going on. No excuses. I mean, look, I mean, if there ever was a valid one, but um yeah, I think he has some holes in his coaching, you know, in his coaching, and it's it's not unfair they fired him. Giannis didn't certainly didn't go to bat for him, so clearly he thinks he's a failure, even though Giannis didn't fail. Giannis never fails, but apparently his coach failed. So there's that.
0: I mean, they made history for the wrong reason, right?
3: No, oh, losing to the eight, yeah, yeah, they did. Well, Jimmy,
0: first round team, you know, to get boy, bounced, Jimmy. to get to get in the
3: first round. That boy Jimmy turned down Morgan one team. He turned that Morgan Whalen on, and went off every game, pregame. Morgan Whalen, all that. Luke Combs, whatever. He was on his, he was on some sh- in that first series. <laughs> so that hey, country was crazy. This summer, they got some moves to
2: make. Brooke Lopez, Jay Crowder, Joe Ingles, all are free agents. Chris Middleton could opt out. Giannis is up to get an extension. I don't even know if that really is a um, a job that you really per se would want. At least until we find out what the rest of this roster will end up looking like.
3: If Giannis stays, someone will want the job, but it comes down to that.
2: I mean, if Giannis stays, if I'm, if Giannis stays and I'm getting the job, I need Giannis to shoot like a thousand jump shots though in the summer.
3: Let me facts a day, a day. Are You wow. limit me as a coach. <laughs> just,
2: just saying, I can't use you to the fullest extent. You're my star player. If that's the case, give Giannis that same rush treatment. If I get this job, can I bench him in the fourth?
3: So we're headed. Not really. Not really. We're not headed there. <laughs> no. I'm <we're laughs> free. free throws, Hey,
2: Giannis, you going to post, you going to say your coach didn't make adjustments, but you missed 13 free throws. I, I didn't hear him in the press conference taking responsibility. Mr. I don't fail. There's no failure in life. That's bull, nigga. You failed. Point blank, period. The whole organization, y'all failed. But if you stay ready, which they didn't, you don't got to get ready. Bench mob, we out. Peace.